Welcome to the Insight EWCSD podcast. I'm your host, Mark Patterson. On today's show, we will be talking about parent engagement with our very own Stephanie Dickinson and Mark Blunt, who play key roles in their school's PTA as well as the PTA Council for Whittier Pico Rivera. But before we get started with our interview, I'd like to give a few reminders to our EWCSD community. First, we want to continue to celebrate our relationship with the California Highway Patrol. We are supporting their Chips for Kids toy drive. You can participate by dropping off your toy at your school site between November 15th and December 15th. Also, since our topic today is parent engagement, we wanted to make you aware of our upcoming Parent Connections on December 19th at 6 p.m. It's going to be a Meet the Author event where we can help support students in becoming developing writers. So with that being said, let's get started with our interview with Stephanie and Mark. So we're going to start off with Stephanie. Stephanie is our veteran guru Yoda of the PTA um, in our district. She has worked with Murphy Ranch and our district council, which is from Whittier Pico Rivera. So Stephanie, welcome. Thank you for having me. So you, ha- you bring a really unique perspective to our, our team and have really worked with district staff and worked with a lot of different PTAs, you know, above and beyond what you've done with Murphy Ranch. So can you just give us a little snapshot of what your career and life have been like as PTA representative? Yes, um, my career uh, in PTA actually started way beyond East Whittier. Uh, it started over in a private school world where they don't have PTAs, but a parent involvement group. And then we merged over to East Whittier. Uh, That was a really good decision, by the way. Yes, it was. It was a great decision. And uh, we got involved with parent engagement over here, and I started with PTA. And that was, my oldest one is 32, so a very long time ago. Who is also going to be receiving the Employee (laughs) of the Year, I believe, correct? Well, no, not that one, but my younger one is receiving Employee of the Year. Okay, (laughs) okay. So... Um, but yes, and then very uh, involved at Murphy Ranch and then kind of was asked to join council from my leadership skills over at Murphy. And I have been on council now, I think, 15 years. So how does the role of council differ from the role of a site level PTA representative? The role of council differs in that we oversee Whittier City, East Whittier, South Whittier, and Pico Rivera. Right now, we don't have any Pico Rivera schools, so that's just too bad. We are working on regaining that and getting parents engaged over there again. But we oversee those schools. So right now, I oversee 20 schools. We help engage uh, parents and the school sites together and create an amazing, uh, I want to say academic career, but it's, you know, fun learning with between the districts, the teachers, the staff, the parents, and the students. So my role is to make sure all those pieces come together and we work as a cohesive group amongst everybody. So I'm here to support each different school, whether that be I am helping you individually, I am guiding you beyond the rules that PTA we have to follow, and there are a ton, as the units will tell you. <laughs> I have to maintain all of those. But I, I take a different approach, and I become hands-on. So if you need me to help you on your, your site, help you uh, create a fundraiser, help you run your fundraiser, help you set anything up you need, you need an idea from 
a past thing that we've done, I'm more than willing to share it. To me, if one succeeds, the entire community succeeds and it spills out. So I'm not, you know, a, a hider of it. We're going to share it. And the way I see it, if one is great, we all are great. Well, I think that's one of the things that we've taken away so, just as a district, you know, with yeah. our 14 different PTAs and our PTO. Yeah. Um, the idea of the more that we can share from one another right. and steal great ideas and figure out how they work on our site, the better it is. And Absolutely. being able to bring in your experience working with other districts yeah. kind of helps us because sometimes our bureaucracy yeah. can get in the way. So how do you deal with, how would you suggest to parents um, who are in PTA, thinking about PTA, or just organizing events with, you know, different districts. How do you deal with all of us, you know, paper pushers that are trying to put all of these processes into place? I try to streamline it as best easy in creating that relationship with the districts. And I'm trying, what we've done is work with the, direct, the district directly so that we've handled that. So it makes it easier for the units, presidents, to just now follow the process and do it so they don't have to do the legwork they can plug it in and go we've done the work for them which takes the pressure off of them and they don't feel like they can't do it because that's where we lose a lot of them is when they are like it's just too much i don't have time for this i didn't sign up for this i can't do it so that's what we're doing yeah all of your feedback you know on in terms of Mm -hmm. the things that we do that you know we're we're doing it from a perspective of you know a variety of different compliance pieces and then the feedback that you've given us as a, as a district on behalf of, you know, the other units really has been helpful to right. try to streamline things because we know how valuable and important parent participation right. is. But if we're doing things just for the sake of doing them without understanding what the impact is, it's right. huge. So can you talk about a couple of the things that you've helped us work through to be able to make it easier for the PTAs? Well, one would be your facilities use report. <laughs> That is huge. Um, Just in streamlining that uh, process and then understanding how much that the unit has to actually do to get an event put on, which, you know, works with the vendors that they're trying to bring on, the insurance requirements, the forms they have to fill out and not have a 20-page form and everything else that goes with it. Um, You have taken care of that and made it so it's just put it in and we're ready to go. You have also listened to us and allowed us to go back to some items that you did not enjoy. The green, yellow, Um, red list? The green, yellow, yes, list, and have allowed (laughs) to go with the PTA side of it versus your insurance side. That has been, it's made it fun for the kids again because we understand that your your policies were different. Um, And you heard us, you listened, we met, we talked, and we're back at having fun. So we appreciate that. I know the units were thrilled to get that that yes again so we appreciate that as well so so you know i'm gonna come back to you at the very end after after we you know talk to mark about you know what it looks like you know on the up and coming you know rising stars side of the pta but i'm gonna come back to you for a nugget of what would you give as the biggest piece of advice to up and coming ptas and people who really want to just Go all in on behalf of kids and their and their community. Yeah. But we're going to come back okay. to you on that one. So, Mark, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Dr. Patterson. We were, were also want to point out that while Stephanie is the veteran of the PTA, we did recognize uh, Mark at our board meeting on Monday for his service um, in the Marine Corps. So we want to thank you for that as well. 
Thank you. But it also seems like that same passion is is taking over at Laurel Elementary under your your leadership as president. So we're really excited. But can you kind of talk to us a little bit how, you know, you popped into the scene? <laughs> well, um, trust me, coming from the Marine Corps, I never thought I would be a PTA member, let alone a PTA president. But um, uh, I became a member of the district um, a few years ago, and then once my uh, youngest son started uh, school here at Laurel. Um, I had extra time on my hands, and so I was always in the mindset of why not get involved? Why not see what I can do to help out with the teachers and um, uh, just the overall uh, educators in the in the system? So PTA presented an opportunity for me. So um, and for me, the journey has just been. Um, last year, I was my first time on PTA, and um, I was a board member. I was just dipping my toe in and, and seeing how I liked it. And um, fortunately for me and my experiences to this point, we had an amazing team at Laurel Elementary. Um, and Stephanie here um, had many talks with me <laughs> along the way, and, and in a positive way, okay. and, and a positive way because I had a lot of questions um, about uh, anything from financials to how to um, talk to parents and also being able to collaborate with the other schools within the district also and getting their insight because we do have a lot of um, veterans of this PTA um, uh, that are available to us. And it seems to be that they're all willing to help and share um, information. So whenever you give a chance to be part of something like that or get an opportunity to be part of something like that, I feel like you should everyone should take the opportunity to do so and, and just go all in with it and just see what happens. And yes, I do. Being a Marine gives me that opportunity to be gun ho about things and, and be a go-getter. Um, and I don't look at anything as being too big to accomplish. It's just a matter of putting our uh, best foot forward and, and attacking uh, whatever problems may arise. So you've gone from dipping your toe into be fully submerged. So how did the presidency <laughs> come about? Um, well, um, did you miss a meeting and, and you <laughs> I didn't lose a bet or nothing like that. No, I didn't lose a bet or nothing like that. But, um, I think the, the, me and my personality, I was always been, you know, if you're going to do it, I've always been a leader. Um, once again, that comes back from being in the military and, and, um, just being in charge of uh, things or leading individuals, um, and giving everyone the opportunity to shine themselves, um. I like to look at it like, uh, like uh, kind of like piggybacking on what Stephanie said as far as being the bridge. She's the bridge from district to us, and I like to be the bridge from the board members and our association to the administration. And so, um, and I have no problem sitting in meetings and taking all the notes and then diverging that information and then um, making sure the individuals that are in the positions that they're in, um, are able to succeed and, and um, do the things that they love to do. So tell me, so Miss Rivas was telling me that there are about 100 volunteers on your <laughs> roster of PTA participants. So how do you go about getting that level of participation? I, I truly believe, um, one, the Laurel, the Laurel community has been um, very receptive and, and amazing this year. We took an approach, the board, um, we took an approach this year and we wanted to emphasize volunteerism and um, being transparent in what we're doing as a PTA 
And because I know that there probably was a lot of misnomers about the PTA and MILFs and, you know, things like that. And some could have been true, but that was before my time and and everyone on my board's time, too, because we were all new to the PTA. And so we just took the bull by the horns and we shook hands and kissed babies and we <laughs> we we let our inner personality shine. And I think um, once everyone saw that we were parents first. And we just wanted to um, put Laurel in a position to where our children could look back and say, oh, you went to Laurel. I remember when we was at Laurel and we did this at Laurel. We want to make it fun again. And um, I think that parents do want to be involved. But if you have um, institutions in place that are standoffish or they put up walls, then those parents will never step forward and um let their unique skills shine. So we just, like I said, transparency, friendliness, put a smile on everyone's faces, talk to everyone while we're sitting in line at our kinder gates instead of everyone scrolling on the phones or um, and things like that. And so they see that and then they want to be part of that. And then that's how we get to 100 plus members um, volunteering, which is amazing. So... So kind of going along that volunteerism, you know, I know that you've made a concerted effort to reach out and attract dads to become active members of the PTA. So can you kind of give some advice to some of our other, you know, other schools to how that came to be? I'm a dad, you know, and I think each dad, every dad always wants to be heavily involved in their children's lives, no matter if it's doing homework or coaching their softball, baseball teams or softball teams. We, as the male <laughs> gender sometimes, um, have been looked at as just mainly providers and, and, you know, historically, right? And times have changed in that sense. So um, I try to present, you know, a macho, <laughs> um, to say the least, a macho presence, and also at the same time, a caring and loving presence, especially when it comes to the children, because that's what we all are here for, is the, is the children. And so um, we present that, and then other dads see it, and they first come, first look at me, it's not like, oh, he's part of the PTA. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I get that too often. But once they see and, and they understand that, um, once again, it goes back to that transparency and we're just, um, other dads see it and they come up and talk to you and they feel it, you know, they find out that I'm just a regular guy and I like fantasy football and I like baseball and everything else too. And, you know, there's no reason why, um, we can't be actively involved, whether it be just coming in and helping set up pop-up tents for an event or being PTA president. So, um, I'm really pushing to, to have more dads be involved. Um, I'm not saying that PTAs are, you know, better off or not, you know, with more dads. It's just that it's, it seems to be more of a, um, all inclusive environment that we want to create. And so that's what we want to do. That's, that's amazing. So also we're, we're also, you know, blessed that you are also a staff member over at Laurel. So can you talk about how that helps to facilitate and break down some of those, you know, traditional barriers that there might be between staff and set and parents and PTA. I, I think that, that that is a very unique position to be in, and and I didn't at first see the 
the importance of it or the correlation between the two. But being a staff member at Laurel, one, it gives me the opportunity to always be on campus. And I'm always being on campus, and I'm always saying hello to the teachers. And I, you know, Miss Revis um, has me right there at her disposal, whatever she wants to. Um, but it is a fine line because it is three hats that I wear. First and foremost, I'm a parent. Then I am a staff member, and I am also a PTA president. So those are three different hats that I have to wear, and there's three different roads that you know I, we have to navigate through, and we have to make sure we have distinctions between these three. So, but uh, uh, being a staff member, it, it helps in the sense of the, the students get to know me. Um, you build this relationship and rapport from K through five. The staff gets to know you. The teachers understand and see you, and I'm an active parent first, um, and then a PTA member. Um, so once the you, because I'm a, I live in Whittier, so you see the kids in the in the community at Coles or Stater Brothers or what have you, and then all of a sudden, Mr. Mark, Mr. <laughs> Mark, and then if the parents weren't actively involved, they would never know who, who I am. They're like, who is this person? My kid is waving to. I never seen him before, but then they find out that I'm a staff member, and then they see me, and then once they get to know me on that front, then they find I'm a, involved in the PTA, and then, um, and then they, I think it's the relationships that we build with the children. The parents appreciate that, and then they see it, and then they are more receptive to the PTA side of things, also. Yeah, so. that's amazing. So this is for for both of you too. Um, you know, the role that PTA plays in our district is huge. You know, if it were not for our PTAs during COVID, yes. um, you know, kids would not have been connected to school. Staff wouldn't have been connected to school. But the, the drive-throughs that we had, the virtual events that we had, and just the creativity that our parents really championed during that very difficult time really kept the district going and, and created that sense of, you know, community about we can get through this and we can figure this out. And like Mark had mentioned, you know, being a staff member is unique. So when we were coming back out of COVID, we went to our PTAs and said, we need people to come and be employees, to become school supervising assistants, to just help us out in a variety of different ways with some of the parameters. And, you know, that work that the PTA did to, you know, actively recruit people who are already on campus. So if you're already on campus, let's make it an official right. partnership. So how did you help get us, you know, get get people to understand that, you know, we can do all of these things creatively if we just put our minds together? Well, that was a little bit of a challenge in the beginning um, because when COVID did happen, you know, all of the units were asking, how are we going to do this? How can we manage this? What? How are we going to keep everyone engaged? And I said, well, let's sit back and give us a moment and we will come up with a plan. And that's what we did. Okay, we can have virtual meetings. There's your first start. We're going to keep parents engaged. We can have virtual assemblies. You can have virtual these things. We can do virtual that. We held virtual jogathons. We held virtual, you know, almost anything virtual. You can come up with it. And so that, that really kept the families engaged in it and the districts engaged in the classrooms and going from there. So that was, you know, while it was a different way of thinking of things, it, I think it kept us together. And then when, now when you start to transition back into 
some normalcy, we still had people who were online and in school. So now how do we keep those two worlds going? Well, now we're going to do a hybrid. So now some kids are still doing this and some are still doing that. So now we're meeting. I mean, Leffingwell did their jogathon where they did it on the outside of the school instead of, you know, going all inside. So we just came up with different ways of, of handling it. And I thought it was great to come outside the box. Let um, me you know it's, can we do these things? Well, let me reach out and find out, you know, and they're okay to do it. And most, you know, most all of our principals are willing to hear us out and go with some crazy ideas. <laughs> You know, some are not. Some we do get no's on, yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's just really all, all, all about... But more yeses. More yeses. We're okay. getting way more yeses. <laughs> One I'm really working on getting a, a Oh, here yes we go. On. Here's, a, here's, a, here's a put them on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's just really about keeping everyone engaged in it and, and happy. I want... I, I grew up in Whittier. I was, you know, that child was like, oh, look at that PTA lady. I remember those things and I remember having, you know, the events that they did. And I thought, how fun. And now for me to pass it on to the same community and do those things for children to remember. And maybe they are not able to experience these things outside of their school hours. Um, So giving back to these kids, um, giving them an experience that... um, they may not get later on in life. And I think that East Whittier does an amazing job at um, embracing PTA and including PTA and including families and making sure that things are happening. So I thank you for that because you are a great district to work with. I work with three others. You might want to cut that out. (laughs) However, I do want to say that East Whittier does do an amazing job of including families and making these events so well we appreciate everything that that the ptas do we couldn't do it without you you know the the one example is we had 1400 runners at the spectacular yes you know which was over half of the total participants in the entire city of whittier that's yeah so it's it's just that kind of special feel that we have in our district and we can't really do that without our our ptas and our pto um yes oh, the r1 pto <laughs> r1 pto but you know it's a pta you know and while ptas gets a bad stigma and it's not and that's you know we are really really working on that for me pta is not about a click it is about being inclusive you know we we want everybody here yeah. and um i've worked really hard as mark can tell you i'm i talk about this all the time it is about everyone it's not about fighting. It's not about arguing. It's not about clicks. We are here to service the children. If you're here for that, then you need to move on. So I don't do fighting. I'm here for the children. <laughs> so we want to make it better. And I know Mark's done a great job over there. And for the most part, most of our units have done that. So I'm super proud. And uh, yeah, I'm super proud of him. I'm going to tell you. So there are, you know, you know, there are parents out there who work a lot and might not have the opportunity to volunteer in some traditional ways. Mm-hmm. So are there any suggestions that either of you have for those parents who just might not be able to volunteer on campus, you know, in a traditional sense? Well, there's always volunteering. You both first become a PTA member, always pay your membership because that gives you the right to have some say in some other things, but we are still hosting Zoom meetings. A lot of our sites are doing every other month, so you have a choice that you can Zoom them anywhere. But volunteer in some of the evening uh, activities. There's always a volunteer there. Volunteer in the classroom. Ask your teacher, is there something I can take home 
Is there cutting? Is there some copying? Is there prep work? That's still volunteering and still giving back to your community. It's not just, you know, a PTA event. So reach out and your unit may have something that they may need you to do. Maybe make some phone calls. You may know somebody who can donate money to pay for these programs, assemblies, uh, field trips, things of those nature. So. Well, Stephanie, I'm going to go to you first. Is there anything you just want to kind of close with? Other than, you know, it's, uh, we appreciate it. I am thrilled beyond of our relationship and all the great things that we do over here in East Whittier. Um, PTA Council appreciates everything. I know PTA above us appreciates everything, and uh, I thank all of our units too. So thank you very much. Mark, anything in closing? Um, in closing, uh, just to add on a small bit of what Stephanie had mentioned about the getting parents to volunteer, the ones that do work, you know, because most, most of our families are two-income families, and they got put in 8, 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes even more. Um, what we try to do is, you know, as a PTA, as a unit, is create an environment to where you can come in, like, for our example, we have our uh, mural palooza that we're doing right now, right? And um, so we have the opportunity for the, we had over about 115 kids sign up to participate with uh, Mr. McGonagall and creating this masterpiece. And um, that's a challenge in itself, but the parents are volunteering to come in after their work hours or their work day to support anything that he needs, or they're just dropping off snacks for the kids um, um, in the morning and um, small things like that. I think we um, need to make sure that we understand that volunteering is just not about being in in a room doing something that day. You can you can take butcher paper home or poster boards and over the weekend create a sign that says welcome back to school or anything like that. You know, so you get an opportunity to volunteer. Any there's no wrong way. To PTA, I believe I say I heard that somewhere before. Right? <laughs> so, um, so any little bit helps, um, um, and it's all every bit is appreciated. So, um, with that being said, that's that's all I would have. Well, thank you. You know, you guys are just two representatives of an amazing PTA that we have just across our district, um, supporting our students, supporting our staff, supporting our families and our community. So we really do thank you for continually being creative and being energetic and doing everything that you can to help, you know, support all 7,800 of our kids, regardless of what school they go to. So with that, um, that brings us to the end of another edition of Insight EWCSD. We want to give a special thanks to Stephanie and Mark for the great conversation and tips around parent engagement. We hope that you enjoyed the show. So thank you for listening to Insight EWCSD. And be sure to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Until next time, we'll continue to open the door to every child's future here at EWCSD.